Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Love Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen. Let your good name be glorified in this place. In Jesus' name. Let me hear somebody say amen. Amen. Please put your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Well, it's such a joy to be here. And um, I want to first of all salute my bishop, Bishop Saki. Um, In fact, I'm not supposed to be the one standing here, like uh, Reverend said. But he he paved the way for me. Hallelujah. And um, this is some of the things that some people don't realize or remember. Hallelujah. Um, I thank God for his life. I took over from him about three months ago. And I always say that it is not because I am anointed or I am a favorite (laughs) or I'm I'm superior, but it is just because it is time for me to learn. So God has taken me to where he he was to learn. And um, I was learning when he asked me to come here. So... I assume that it is part of the learning process. Hallelujah. So, um, please don't use Bishop Saki to measure me. (laughs) Hallelujah. He's too fine a man of God. You know, and um, since I came into the church about 28 years ago, um, I I was blessed and fortunate to be led to Christ by him some 28 years ago at the canteen, you know, and um, ever since we have been family till today, you know, he's, he's one, of the, one of the ministers who has shown us how to assist, how to be in one place, assist and be great, and you don't need to move out, you know, and um, the way he has been with our father, the presiding bishop. Um, it's been awesome. When we look at them, we only learn. And we know that it is possible to be with somebody and not to be the head. And yet, fulfill your ministry. Hallelujah. And um, I, bless God for, I bless God for that about Bishop Saki. And um, also, he's been, he's been a true helper. Look, if I'm not happy and I'm discouraged, I will not think twice to call Bishop Saki. Because I know that after speaking with him, something inside of me will come up. Hallelujah. So I thank God for his life. I thank God for what he has been to us. I thank God for all the help 
he has given us. So you can imagine when he was ministering, I was, I was now coming to know Jesus. You know, then he was a pastor. So even though my name is, my title is bishop, and his title is bishop, you can tell that we are not the same. <laughs> you get it? Uh -huh. Because this, he led me to Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, and today I'm also bearing the title bishop. You know, I, I salute him wherever he is, and um, I thank God for this privilege he has given me. Hallelujah. And um, I bless God for our father, the presiding bishop, for this great privilege he has given us. If you have read the Bible a bit, you would, you would, you would notice by now that God called somebody called Moses. I don't, can, can my volume be adjusted? God called somebody called Moses. He did not call Aaron. When he called Moses, somebody called Aaron also had a call. Moses said that, look, I can't speak. Let my brother come and be with me. And God said that, I saw your brother, I ignored your brother, and I called you. Yes. It's not that he has a ministry, he is a very powerful man, so um, uh, I'll call him also. No, you are the one I want. Even though you don't even know how to speak well, I, you are the one I want to call. Because the call is not about who is eloquent. God looks into the heart. He doesn't look at what your talent or your gift, but looks into the heart. So that even though Moses couldn't speak, Moses wasn't as eloquent as Aaron. God chose Moses. Hallelujah. And by choosing Moses, Aaron also had a call. So Moses was a God to Aaron, and Aaron was a prophet to Moses. So he, Moses speaks, and he speaks to the people. Hallelujah. You know, so the, the, the minute you feel to recognize your place, you lose your brightness. You lose it. Hallelujah. So, so God called Bishop Ducky Ward Mills. He did not call NSI. He called Bishop Ducky Ward Mills. And by the call that he placed on his life, NSI also got a call. Hallelujah. So I thank God for, I thank God for my father. And um, I bless God that I didn't find, I did not, he didn't give me any other father but him. Hallelujah. Since I met him 28 years ago, my life has never been the same again. And um, I'm grateful that I met him. God bless him. Please help me appreciate my father, Bishop Dark Heward Mills. You know, I say that he's, 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 he's my great man of God. <laughs> he's mine. I don't know about you, but me is my great man of God. When I look around, if you ask me who is a great man of God, um, without thinking, I'll tell you it's Bishop Ducky Ward Mills. I mean, before I think about any other person, hallelujah, he's, he's great. And um, I, I don't know if he accepts that. He does not accept that, but he's great. With, with what we see God do through his life, I wonder what, what, what you would look at to describe somebody as great. You know, but any criteria that you bring 
I don't think he will fall short of it by the grace of God. Hallelujah. And um, God has used him beautifully and amazing. His, he, led, he led a church from the corridor of a classroom. Not, they were not even qualified to, to start from the classroom. The corridor of the classroom. That's where they started with five people. Now, God has lifted this church from, from that state into a global unit in over 90 countries in the world. Hallelujah. And um, it, it makes him special because many even started before he came on the scene. Like the grace of God is available to everybody. The Bible says that the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men. But you realize that it's not all men who is, who, who is saved. It's not everybody who is saved. Some are saved, some are not saved, even though the grace has been made available to everybody. Hallelujah. So the grace of God, even for ministry, is made available to everybody. You know, but some people, some people play, they become local champions. Some people take it to World Cup. Hallelujah. Yeah. Paul said that the grace of God upon my life is not in vain. It means that the grace of God upon a life can be in vain. Grace is available, but can be in vain. But the grace of God that God gave him, we can see today, it is not in vain. It is speaking everywhere in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I bless God for his life. And um, I'm, I'm a son of an elephant. Yes. I'm a son of an elephant. When an elephant slims down, it's bigger, it's bigger than, the, uh, uh, than, than a lion. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I thank God for his life. Hallelujah. Please put your hands together for And I thank God for the life of Reverend. There's something he hid from you. I don't know when he would tell you. I'm sure that his wife knows. That's why he's, she's smiling like that. You know, but I mean, I just made a very beautiful discovery. You know, realize the world is a very small place. And um, I discovered that he comes from the house that I come from. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, so, so please, when you see me here, I am family. Uh, I'm not a guest minister. I'm, a, I'm family. Yeah. Hallelujah. And then I want to salute Mama. Thank you for this beautiful work. I was telling him that to have a property in this part of town, please, please, please. <laughs> you know, so anybody, anybody who has built a church before and sees this, he will respect, he will respect the pastor. Hallelujah. Respect the pastor. So, man of God, God bless you. Bishop Saki speaks so highly of you. Speaks so highly of you. And um, when he said I should come here, all the things he told me, I said, hey, but I don't deserve to come. Such, such a person. I don't deserve to come to that person. You know, so I feel very privileged and honored to meet you. And um, even when I met you, these few days that I've met you, it's been wonderful. You know, you know the reason why I think that this is a very, a very fruitful relationship and strategic. Listen, iron. Iron cannot befriend wood. It is wrong relationship. Why? Because you see, when they, when they interact and they wrap each other, 
something happens. The iron will lose its sharpness. And then the wood will reduce in size. So it is not benefiting any of them. So that relationship is not supposed to be. Hallelujah. It is only iron that sharpens iron. Iron and wood, they don't match. So when you are in a relationship and you see that in the relationship, you can't tell any, any good thing that is happening to you, any progress that you are seeing. It's a wrong relationship. When you enter into a relationship and in the relationship, things are rather getting worse and worse. It is a bad relationship. Because if you meet iron and you are iron, the iron will sharpen you. And you see, not only, not only, not only um, will you be able to help the other, the other will also be able to help you. The relationship has mutual benefits. Hallelujah. Yeah. So this few days I met him. I said, no. No, because I've, I've enjoyed some small benefits. Yes. I've entered into territories that I don't know how I would have entered. I said, no, this is a good man. This is the man I need. Please put your hands together. Let's celebrate this gift of God. Hallelujah. Celebrate this gift of God. Beautiful. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Wow. Hallelujah. My, my time is not a lot, so let, let me try and raise the curtain for tonight, and then um, I'm sure we, we, we will continue, okay? Now, um, I'm going to share with you something very interesting, okay? Um, but but before, before I say, I, I, I go ahead to share with you, um, I want you to know that any, anything that followed you from your family, into this meeting and the purpose of that is to ensure that they police they police you to ensure that you don't enter into your marital destiny or your marital destiny will not look like what god has destined for you because see, god has a plan and a picture for everyone the bible says that the bible says that i know the thoughts i think toward you okay i like the uh, amplified version it says that I alone know the plans I have for you. They are plans to bring you prosperity and not disaster. They are plans, they are plans to give you the future you hope for. <laughs> yeah. God has a plan for you. The Bible said about Jeremiah that before he became a clot of blood in his mother's womb, he said, I knew you. Before you came forth, I appointed you a prophet to the nation. So you see, everyone who comes into this place, into this world, your destiny has already been sealed. Whether your parents plan for you or not, God had an agenda for your life. Hallelujah. In the same way, he had an agenda for your marriage also. Hmm? Because God was the one who made man. When he, made, when, he, when he saw what he had made, he said that, no, this is not the picture I had. Then he made for the man, woman. When he saw the woman by the man, he said, mm, this is what, this is the picture I had. Hallelujah. God has a beautiful picture about you. And 
and if you are here i want to assure you that you would walk into that picture that picture you will assume that picture whether your family likes it or not whether the spirit that rules and governs your family whether they like it or not you will enter and assume that picture hallelujah yes so something that follows somebody into this building is going out hallelujah and came to touch marriage is going out hallelujah so listen let me very quickly tell you a few things and then we will do one or two hallelujah please don't mind my son that's how he is <laughs> hallelujah now listen there is there is something very disturbing that i have discovered and um, i feel that god is laying it on my heart to share with us okay i don't think that there's anybody here whose wish is not to do well no everybody in this building so the reason why you even run to God is because you want things to be better. Anyone who gives birth to a child, the dream of that parent is that that child will do well. Hallelujah. Yeah. I see some of the things that our Father Bishop Dad does for us. You know, some of the exposures. I, if it hadn't been for this man, I never would have sat on the plane. Bishop uh, uh, Reverend was saying that I met with him in, in Israel. He was the reason why I went to Israel. I wouldn't have sat on a plane and go to anywhere called Israel. He gave us exposure. Why, why is he doing that? You know, you cannot be a bishop in my, in my denomination if you have not built anything before. Anybody you see wearing that purple thing must have built something before. Yeah. As I speak to you now, I am on my ninth cathedral. Yeah. Cathedral number nine. You know. Now, why that? He, he, he gave me that exposure. Why? Because his intention is that I want my son to do well. Tomorrow, if I am not there, he knows what to do. Hallelujah. He has brought me to where Bishop Saki is. I mean, where, where Bishop Saki was is the biggest floor space in this country. There's no building with that floor space in one hall like that. It's 90 by 45 meters. Hallelujah. That's a stadium. Yeah, that's a stadium. The biggest stadium is 100, 106, 105 meters by 45. Yes. And then this is 90 meters by 45. Yes, and, and I would wonder, why would my father say that, Ernest, go and take over this church. Over 2,500 membership. Go and take over and pastor this church. Is it because you are better? No, it's not because you are better. Because you see, nobody goes to class 5 knowing what already is in class 5. You are promoted to class 5 because it is class 4 things you know. So you have to go to class 5. When you get there, that is when you begin to learn what is in class 5. So you are carried 
to that place not because you know everything and you are so anointed no it is because your father wants to give you exposure to learn what you don't know so you can do well hallelujah yes some of us when we are giving privileges to do things we feel that oh it, it is because i know how to do the thing better yes if i don't do it nobody else will do it try god yes try him he will shock you yeah he will show you how insignificant and irrelevant you are yeah hallelujah so these things are done so that you do well hallelujah that is everybody's dream my dream also is to do well yeah that's my dream is to do well hallelujah yeah but you see what i realize is that even though people have desires to do well they have refused to embark or to tow a path that will lead them to doing well hallelujah yeah everybody wants to do well but it is not everybody who is doing what will lead to their doing well so the bible says that there is a way that seemeth right unto a man but the end of that way it looked right but the end is death destruction yeah. so which path what path am i going to use to get to where god has destined for me there is you see there is a path that god has charted there's a path that god has charted and today I, I just want to share with you one of such yeah and maybe in this meeting i'll share with you just one because it has many sides but i think i can share with you just two sides hallelujah and when i see you tomorrow when i meet with you tomorrow i'm talking about the future when i meet you i must meet you and smile yes one of the groups that I'm so, I'm so uninterested in talking to are people who are not desperate for change. No. Such a group, it, it doesn't motivate me. When I'm with that group, I will deflate. I don't, I don't come. No, no. I, I like people who are desperate, who are passionate to see a change, something happen in their lives. Hallelujah. Like one day I told God, look, you see, I don't like this thing that we do. We go to church and come home, go to church and come home. This ordinary way of living as a believer, I am not interested. If you will not change anything about what I am doing, then I prefer to be a Buddhist because it is nicer to be a Buddhist than to have this go, come, go, come. Something I need something else other than that. I need something else something else there are things i am reading i need to see yeah. so i like people who are desperate to see something new desperate to see improvement desperate to see that they are moving forward if you are not like that it's difficult to be my friend it's difficult because every time I'm going somewhere, hallelujah. 
And you see, one of the, one of the things, one of the ways is that is the way of honoring. Eh? Honoring. H-O-N-O-U-R. Anna. Hallelujah. Yeah. Anna. Anna. It is, it is what has become the downfall of many. The downfall of many. Many ministers, many believers have seen people crash. They've crashed needlessly. They, don't, they didn't need to crash, but they have crashed because there was a very important element in this Christian work that they deleted from their vocabulary. Honoring. 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 And, and now I want to just leave the curtains on this. Every plan of Satan is aborted here. It's aborted here. Those of you that Satan is taking your seat. Reverend, you know everybody, God has given everybody a seat. God has given everybody. Everybody occupies a seat. And the seat you occupy is what determines what comes to you. Yes. Your seat determines what comes to you. One, I used to work with a certain lawyer. And he was friends with then the ex-president, um, uh, Kufo, J. Uh, Kufo. Yes. And anytime, Christmas time or New Year, something, then he will prepare something very nice, package it very nice, and then he will go and give it to him. I'll be in the office and I see how he that very nice and go and give it to him. Now, when the man left office, I don't remember when, after he left office, that he did that same package and went to give to him. No. The reason why he was doing that was because of the seat the man was occupying. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was talking to some people here. <laughs> yes. Your seat determines what comes to you. The seat I occupy, it determines what comes to me, whether good or bad. The demons you face or the demons somebody is confronted with in life determined, is determined by the seat the person occupies. Yeah. Yeah. That is why opposition people, they can talk and say so many things until they occupy the seat. And they realize that something else, there's a different force that controls the seat. You know the reason why you are not the one who is bombarded with those problems but the head pastor. It is because of the seat he occupies. Yeah. So some people get deceived and look at the shortcomings and the fault of the senior pastor and they accuse him and say all sorts of nonsense things to him but what they don't know is that because he's there he's like an umbrella he's covering them so he's receiving all the heat and these people under him are not receiving any heat that is why they can do well yeah that's what they can do well if the covering is moved and you begin to experience the same heat 
he's exposed to. That's when you realize, I know. Sometimes, it's not his fault. Yes. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, some things come for you because of where you are sitting. They come for you. So I pray for my father. And I've said that my father, my, there is nothing in this world that can make me change my mind about my father. No, my father cannot offend me enough. No, 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 no. No, nothing changes my mind. Because see, the seat that my father occupies, eh, if they give me five days, I may crash. Yeah, I may crash. I don't know how he manages. I don't know. He looks like a magician to me. I don't know. 94 countries. Eh? Has families in 94 countries. Employees in 94. He doesn't call his employees employees. He calls them family. They are his family. Yeah. 94 countries. Different laws. Different laws. Different backgrounds. Every, and relates with every, everything in the world comes to his table. I, I, I wonder. I wonder. It's more than the president of a country. Yeah. <laughs> if God forbid he sleeps a bit, why should I crucify him? Why? <laughs> why should I crucify him? <laughs> Maybe if it had been me, my fall would have been disastrous. Yeah. Please, can you understand? So I'm talking about the seat you occupy. It is what will determine the, the demons you fight. It will determine the principalities that come for you. Do you understand? Yes. If they are not coming for you, know that, Charlie, you haven't gotten there yet. Because it is only a mango tree with ripe mangoes that has stones thrown at it. Yes, because there's something they can get from that, from that mango tree. So they keep hitting the mango tree and you see, you see scars on the mango tree. Why? Because that mango tree is fruitful. 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 Yeah. So me, the more they attack pastors, the more I like them. Hey. Yeah. The more I hear them being insulted and faced, the more I like them. Are you here? Are you here? Yeah. Yes. I'm closing very soon. So, so, I was talking about something. It took me into seats. It's because I saw something here. <laughs> I, saw, I saw somebody being taken. Yes. But your seat will not be taken. No, 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 no. No. And know that it is not everywhere you can flourish. No. God likens us to trees. Trees of righteousness, we are called. So like a tree, a tree cannot, it's not every tree that can survive in every environment. No. That is why we don't grow apples here grapes you don't grow them because our environment the tropical environment is not conducive to grow such things they will fail here so if you want to grow it you have to you have to get the appropriate environment to grow it so you cannot flourish everywhere you can't so if they 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 uproot that tree from where it is 
and they, they, are, they replant you in the wrong place. They are finished. Yeah. So one of the attacks of the enemy is to locate you at the good place you are and remove you, move you from that place and take you anywhere else. That is how he finishes you. Yeah. That is the reason why those of you who are being planted here and God has said that this is where you would flourish. Listen to me. Listen to me. Abraham. Abraham, God came to Abraham and said that, Master Abraham, leave this place, leave your father's house to a place that I will show you. And as you follow me, I will make of you a great nation. He packed his things and left. And the Bible says, Genesis chapter 13, verse 2, it says, Abraham was rich in silver, in gold, in cattle. He prospered because he left. Then Isaac, his son, when he got into a certain situation, there was famine where he was. He said, no, my father left and he prospered. So let me also go and I'll prosper. And God appeared and said, no, your father left. It doesn't mean you should go. This is where you will prosper. Your father left to a place where he can prosper. So somebody lives and prospers. Somebody must also stay and prosper. Stay and prosper. Stay and prosper. So some of you, your planting by the riverside is here. It is spring house. If the enemy succeeds in approaching you from spring house and replant you in lighthouse chapel international you'll be shocked that that will be the end of your life and ministry yeah. because there is a place you can succeed yes yeah. that's why god said that it is not every place you have to sow your seed because it is not everywhere that your seed can flourish no 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 so he shows you where to show that seed i pray to god that somebody here your seat will be kept hallelujah your seat will be sustained the place that God has given you in this ministry, the place that God has given you, wherever he has planted you, I pray may, the, may his hand preserve you in that place. May God keep you in that place. In the plan of the enemy to ensure that you are uprooted and destroyed, may that hand be cursed. May that hand wither in the name of Jesus. Koyana Kebosiantani. So many don't do well. Not because they don't want to do well. Because they miss out on some very vital things. Sometimes I see them and I weep in my spirit. I weep. Because you see life that can do well. You see life that had potential to explode. And you see how they allow Satan to turn them into nothing. Yeah. Into nothing. I know Sam, he told my father. He said, I'll show you. I'll show you what is called church growth. Give me six months. 
I'll show you. As I stand here, it's been 25 years. Six months has not come. Yes, because we haven't seen the church grow. Yeah. He said we should give him six months. Yeah. And this is not somebody, this is not a mere minister. When I came to the church and I met him, when this guy stands on the pulpit to lead worship, you will never attend any worship, in any worship seminar. Never. You won't. You will not, you will not enjoy anyone's worship. Anointed to the core. Yeah. Anointed to the core. But Satan entered into him. And he felt good. I will show you what is church growth. Give me six months. I will show you what is content growth. Nonsense. What are you doing? Yeah. You think we are not called? That is what Moses' people told him. Korah and Ko. He said, look, are you the only one that God speaks to? He speaks to all of us. And it, they were not lying. It was true. Because when God instructed Moses that he shouldn't marry an Ethiopian woman, they all heard it. Yeah, everybody heard it. So God spoke, but they heard it. And Moses also heard it. That is why they confronted Moses. Why did you marry an Ethiopian woman when you have been instructed in our ears that you shouldn't marry an Ethiopian woman? Yeah. Are you the only one that God speaks to? Are you the only one? He speaks to all of us. Yeah. And God said that, were you not afraid? Were you not afraid? He said, if there are other prophets, I'll speak to them in dreams and visions. Not Moses. Moses, I speak to him like a man speaks to his brother. <laughs> so you heard the voice. He also heard the voice, but it doesn't make you equal. I'm sure some of you don't like what I'm saying. <laughs> I came here to bring somebody out of the grave. Are you here? So, it, it's very important. It's very important. Honoring is key. You want to do well, great desire. But I don't respect desires that don't have actions. Yes. When, when you desire, eh, your desire is a reflection of what you do, not what you say. What you desire is seen in what you do, not what you say, because talk is cheap. When I see what you pursue, I know what is in your heart. I know what you desire. The Bible said that you will know the truth and the knowledge of the truth will make you free. You don't need to tell me that you are free. No, 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 no. Or you don't need to tell me that you know. When I see what you are free from, I will know what you know. <laughs> what are you free from? <laughs> what are you free from? Sometimes it's amazing how I see people ministering so powerfully, ministering so powerfully about, about, about finances. Powerful and amazing messages about finances. Only for me one day to go to a radio station and I saw one of them ministering so powerfully about finances coming to the radio station in an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> 
But you don't know because he sits on the radio station and he speaks big. <laughs> no. You can't give what you don't have. You can't. So talk is cheap. But when I see what you pursue, you can't tell me you want to learn how to play the keyboard. Are you, are, are you going for lessons? I say, oh, no, but I want to play the keyboard. Okay, are you saving to buy a keyboard? No, I, but I want to play the keyboard. I mean, what, I mean, what a big liar you are. <laughs> Every effort you are making is contrary to what you claim that is your desire. Oh, yeah. That is why there are people whose desire, they have expressed the desire to do well. <laughs> but are they pursuing what will make a person do well? Are they pursuing it? They do what they like, yet they have the desire to do well. And you can see that these are people who are following Mirage. Do you know Mirage? Mirage, there's something they think is on the other side, and they are pursuing us, but they really, really, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much time, so I can't share with you all. Only one, <laughs> only one I can talk to you about. Only one. And that one is what I call Anrin. Yes. Now I'm sharing from my father's book. Those who honor you. Precious book. Those who honor you. Can you take your seat for some few minutes for me? Those who honor you. Very quickly. I'm watching the time. Bishop Saki sent me here. He must receive a good report. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen. Very quickly. I'm going to mention the rest and then center on just one for tonight, okay? Yes, if God, if God blesses you and you get a copy of this book, look, eat it, because there are, there are things in this book that will change you forever. It's called Those Who Honor You by my father, Ducky Ward Mills. Yes, Those Who Honor You. Amazing book. Amazing book. I tell people that, you see, I, I, I was born again in Lighthouse. Born again. Eh, some 28 years ago. In Lighthouse, from that same place, today I'm a bishop, and I'm overseeing a denomination, okay, a denomination, the whole of the Brongahafo region, by the grace of God. It is not under me because I deserve, you know, it's under me because I am, I'm, I'm under training. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. But you see, this same ministry, from the very beginning, Till today, I, 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 didn't, I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to break away and go anywhere to become anything. No, at all. Right in this ministry. Right in this ministry. If not for Corona, by this time, we are in October. If by this time, I should be in some country. Last year, I was there. I visited five cities in that country. Within, within three weeks, five cities, I preached 
morning morning and evening morning afternoon evening morning from the time i landed in the country to the time i left yes yeah. and they were not our churches they were outside churches so i don't need to break away from here go and establish a church for for me to realize my calling no, no. right in this ministry under bishop that what means right here i can see travel everywhere in the world i don't need to be on my own to do that it's actually easier <laughs> to be under somebody yes it's easier i don't know why people like difficult things though. yeah life can be very easy yeah life can be very very easy and i hide under bishop dark and i'm swimming all the attacks that are supposed to come to me it, it goes to him so that i can have space to swim yes you don't like this. What do you like? You want attacks. Ah. So listen. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Listen to what it says. Very quickly. It's very difficult to summarize this, but I'll force today. Listen. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. It says that. Render therefore to everyone Render therefore to all their dues. Give to everyone what is due the person. Do you know what that means? It means that it is not everyone who is due everything. Do you understand? So he went on to say that. He went on to say that taxes. Okay. In other verses, it says tributes. Taxes. Eh, to whom? To whom taxes are due. It is not everyone or every organization or every unit you pay taxes to. In Ghana, we have the Ghana Revenue Authority. They are the ones we pay taxes to. ECG cannot come and say they are coming to take tax. They are not tax collectors. Is that not it? So, so give to everyone their due. Reverend Oenisa is due something. The instrumentalist is also due something. It may not be the same. So he's saying that whatever anybody is due, give them what is due them. Yeah. Custom to whom custom is due. Anna to whom Anna is due. It is not everybody who is due Anna. There are people who are due Anna. Yes. And when you give Anna to whom Anna is due, I tell people, when you honor your father, it is not your father who will reward you. Why? Because it is not your father who gave that instruction. No. It is the giver of the instruction who rewards the obedient servant. <laughs> it is not the beneficiary of the instruction. It is the giver of the instruction, not the beneficiary of the instruction. So when I honor my father, Bishop Dahiwad Mills, it is not Bishop Dahiwad Mills who, would, who will reward me. It's not my father who will reward me. Who said I should honor him? Who said it? The God who said it is the one who will honor me. Why? Because, you see, anybody you obey, you honor. Anybody you obey, you have honored the person. So when you obey God by honoring your father, you have honored God and he has sworn that anybody who honors him, he would honor. 
Hallelujah. So he gave Anna to whom Anna is due. Do you get it? Now, there are people that are due Anna. They are now, number of them, let me mention them quickly. Number one is your heavenly father. Okay. Number two is Jesus Christ. Number three is the Holy Spirit. Number four is your prophet. Number five is your pastor. Yeah. Number six is your husband. <laughs> yes. Do you understand? Yeah. These are the people. The categories of people. God has selected, picked out that we are supposed to honor. Today I was looking at the planet. And I, when I saw the planet, eh, some of the planet, they are four, you see, four, four point five um, light years. Eh, four point five light years. What it means is that before you see the light of that planet, eh, it takes four and a half years to. You see, the the the, the light you are seeing, it is the light that came four and a half years ago. Yeah, you are now seeing four and a half years light. That's what you are now seeing on earth. Recently, I came out of my house with my wife. We wanted to look at the stars. Then we saw Venus. You know, earth is after Venus. And, and, and Mars is after earth. So, when you look, you see always from the east, you see, sometimes you go early in the morning, go out and see around five, and you, you see the beautiful. Venus is there like that. And then Mars. Mars is what we call the red, the red planet. You see, it's always on this side, always on the western side, you know, and the earth is in the middle. So the, it is there, and then this other one too is there. And, and you see, they don't come close. Yeah. They don't come close. And I see what this man, this, this God has done. And sometimes you watch how we dishonor God. Eh? Not by what we say, we dishonor God by what we do. Otherwise, why would people, when their children, their children, the nice, intelligent, fine children, they take them to medical school, and they take them to law school, and they take them to engineering school, and all this nice, nice school, then the children that they have difficulty with, those who are drug addicts, those who have hydrocephalus. Do you know hydrocephalus? I, hydro means water and cephalus is head. It means water head. There are people whose, whose the size of their head is disproportionate to the size of their bodies. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they cannot control them. Then they will take them and say that, oh, let them go to the Bible school. Because as for God, he can handle such nonsense. But we, we can't handle it. The nice ones, we will give them to the world. And the ones we cannot control and we don't like, we give them to God. Dishonor. And one of the most unpleasant things to experience in life eh, is God's displeasure as a result of dishonor. You don't want to. Because God reacts. When you dishonor him, he reacts. That is why we have to preach tight in church. That's why we have to preach tight in, in church. Because you won't do it. <laughs> you won't do it. <laughs> Pastor has to preach about this a thousand times. Then you bring one. Dishonor. Are you surprised you are not doing well? Are you surprised you are not doing well? 
You can receive prophecies. Well. Hey, if you don't learn principles, eh, you will perish with your prophecies. I'm telling you. You will. You will. Prophecies will help you go up. But when you get up, you must stay there. It will not take prophecies to keep you up there. <laughs> One of the things I enjoy in my life is prophecies. <laughs> I enjoy it too much. I like it too much. That's why I'm about to pray for some people here. Hey. My, my, my hands, they eat. If I don't, they eat. <laughs> I'm not used to this time. I, I used to start preaching at 8.30. I closed 3 a.m. 3 a.m., yes. One day I started at 9. I closed 7 a.m. Uh. <laughs> yes. Because if I don't do my things, I'm not happy. Hey, I like it. I like it. But there's something else it takes for your well-doing to be sustained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What has moved me from being born again to the seat I occupy today is, a, is, called, is what I describe as a series of instructions. A series of instructions. When I became born again, Bishop Dark says that attend New Believer School. I was there. I attended for some time. Attend Shepherd School. I was there. He said that there's something called School of the Word. I was there. There's a School of Victorious Living. I was there. Everything he said, I, I'm doing it. He said, we are going for a camp. I am going. I'll actually be the organizer. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the organizer. Yeah. And I've watched how a 15-year-old boy followed instruction, one series of instruction after another, one after another. To this point. To this point. <laughs> you want to do well. You want to pray a thousand hours in a day. And yet, you are not willing to follow instruction. That's why I'm saying that. It's a waste of time what you're doing. Yeah. It doesn't show that you want to do well. It doesn't show. Okay. So God the Father. Then God the Son, Jesus. You honor Jesus. How do you honor Jesus? You honor Jesus by honoring or respecting or treating well anybody who represents him. Yes. Anybody who represents him. That's why I can't mess up with you. Yeah, that's why I can't come and fake things with you. No. If I do that to you, eh, you see, unless I am a novice, then I'll think that you are the one I am swerving. But you are not the one I'm swerving. What I am actually swerving Jesus. Because the last time I checked, when, when, when Paul was on his way to Damascus, he had gone, requested for a letter to go to Damascus to go and torture and torment the believers. On his way, Jesus appeared unto him and he fell on the floor. And he said, that, who are you, master? He said that I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. I'm the one you are persecuting. He thought he was persecuting the church. Marosi and Tyre. But Jesus said that what you are doing to them, I am the one you are doing it to. 
So if you are deceiving a church member, you are deceiving a pastor, you are being you are being a 419. Don't think that the other people you are doing it to, you are doing it to Christ, and he will react. He will react. He will react. Did he not react? Yes. He reacted. Did Paul not go blind? Be careful. Be careful the way you handle the body. Yeah. Is the way you are handling him. And, and if you dishonor him, he will react. Yes. He will react. Yeah. Now let me stay here. Number three. You are not the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes. Let me stay here. I'll stay here for today. And when I finish, I'll be done. You honor the Holy Spirit. How do you honor the Holy Spirit? Very simple. Very simple. Listen. I am not interested in just exciting people. Eh? Because I, I, I don't get interested when I'm just excited. I always, I always look for a treasure. What treasure can I get to work on? Because the, the possessor of a treasure becomes precious. When you are, when you are the owner you own gold and it because it's a precious mineral or precious stone or whatever they call it because it's precious you the one who owns it also becomes precious yes so i like treasures i like treasures when i'm listening to messages i'm looking for treasure i'm just waiting when will a treasure drop because when i have a treasure i become precious Become precious. How do you honor the Holy Spirit? How do you honor the Holy Spirit? Simple. Let me show you a verse. It's, it's quite frightening, but don't, don't be too frightened. It's, it's, it's just to help you to change. Yeah? Or you don't like change. You like it? Okay, Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10, 29. Higher. I'm closing, I'm closing. Listen, I said you will do well. Eh? Grace is coming to help you. <laughs> Recently, I was having my quiet time and God told me. He said that. He said that nobody on earth has the ability to make himself rich. No. You cannot work hard enough to be rich. Yeah. That is why he said that the race is not to the swift. No, you are swift, but it doesn't mean you will win the race. Something else is responsible. Yeah. It's responsible. <laughs> yeah. Something else is responsible. And I always look for those hidden things that when they come into your life, eh, they will lift you from the sinking ground, from the marikali where you are sinking, eh, and they will put you on a rock, solid rock, that no matter what comes and shakes you, you'll be unmovable. I like such things. I like such things you know so so he said 9, 9 16 romans 9 16 give me romans 9 16 before no look at this beautiful verse that he puts there romans 9 16 oh so then it is not of him that willeth nor of him that runneth eh? but it is of god that showeth mercy so you see you see you you don't become your 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 determination is not enough <laughs> you cannot be determined to be rich enough to make you rich no it is not of him that willeth. 
nor of him that runneth. No, it is not of him. It is God who shows mercy. 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 You lack the ability to make yourself rich. You lack it. There's something that you need. Yeah. There's something you need. There's something you need. It will change you from black to white. Hey. And it comes from God. That's why God says that it is, it is the blessing of the Lord eh, that maketh rich. It is the blessing. It is not your effort. It is not your connection. It is not who you know. It is not the school you went to. No, 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 no. It is the blessing that God gives to a life, places on a life. That is what converts the person into richness. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you must be interested. This man, what is, what is he saying? What, what does he want? Eh? What does he want? That is why Matthew 6.33 must be very important to you. Yeah. <laughs> because we run away from God in search of riches. Meanwhile, he's the one who has it. Yes. So many are walking in deception. There's a way that seemeth right. Give me that scripture. Let me close. 10, 1029. 1029. Oh, I'm closing with this. 1029. Have you given me 1029? Look at it. Look at it all. It says that how much. Okay, this version is not bad. It says how much worse. How much worse punishment. Eh? Eh? Do you suppose? Will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot and counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulted the Spirit of grace? Eh? It says that of how much worse punishment. Some other verses like that. How? Sora, Sora, severer, greater punishment. For who? For the one, I'm talking about just the last one. For the one who insults the spirit of grace. How would you insult the spirit of grace? It's very simple. To honor the Holy Spirit is to honor anyone upon whom the spirit of God or the anointing of God is. Yes. Anyone who carries oil, eh? when you honor them, you have honored the oil, you have honored the spirit. This is the reason why one day a certain man called David, eh? he was with a certain man called Saul. And one day, one day David went to battle and, 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 and he killed, he killed only one, Goliath. Then the women started to sing. David has killed his ten thousands and Saul has killed thousands. You see, you must be very careful the things that you say. It is not true. You have exaggerated it and he had killed only one. And yet you are thinking that he had killed ten thousand. And because of that, you brought him or you made for him an enemy. Saul said, hey. So, ah, what it means that the next time you are going to pick this boy to come and sit on my seat, I'll deal with him before you, you make up your mind to do that. 
So Saul began to pursue David to finish David. Mommy, David remembered that in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 10, eh, the man called Saul, even though he had backslidden, eh, even though he's doing bad things, he remembered that he met a man called Prophet Samuel. And Samuel, Samuel told him that yesterday God met with him and, and met with him and told me that today you are coming. So I should prepare for you. I should get oil. I should anoint you because he has chosen you. God orchestrated the missing asses of Saul's father. Saul's father. Yeah, you orchestrated it. Just so that he can grab Saul and anoint Saul and make him the king of Israel. Yeah. And Samuel met him. He anointed him with oil. He anointed him with oil. From that day, we heard that Saul became another man. He became another man. Somebody who was not known to be a prophet. He met the prophet and he began to prophesy. And he became an adage in Israel that is Saul also one of the prophets. Nayaba. Something happened to him and turned him around. David said, I know that this man has been anointed before. Yes. It doesn't matter the mistake he's doing today. So far as this man has been anointed before, God forbid, my hand will not touch him. My hand will not touch him. To honor the Holy Spirit is to honor anybody who carries oil or has been anointed before. Get away from them. Don't touch them. Don't touch them. Because even in the backsliding state of Eli, eh, the priest Eli, he took him for Samuel to know what the voice of the Lord is. Yes. The backsliding Eli, whom God was even angry with, that he has honored his children more than him. It took him for, for Samuel to know what is the voice of God. Yeah. Remember Naomi? Naomi? He went to the Philistines. Yeah. He went there. She, she lost her husband. She lost her children. She came back like a cursed woman. He said, God has dealt bitterly with me. <laughs> but that curse-looking woman, it took that curse-looking woman to give instruction to Ruth, who became a great-grandmother of Christ. Yeah. That That is why you should be careful. How you deal with people who carry oil. When you strike them, you strike the Holy Spirit. Yes. And the Bible says that when you do that, there is sorrow punishment. Yeah, severe, greater punishment. So when I see anointed people, eh, whatever you tell me about them, I don't care. No, no. I don't care. Yeah. And you can get people who feel very anointed and very powerful. And they can stand, sit at the radio station or wherever and say all the nonsense they can say to a man of God. To somebody who carries oil. Yeah. 
when somebody when there's oil on somebody and you strike the person when you look into your hands you will see the oil in your hands you strike the oil first before you touch the person Strike the oil first. That's how to honor. Jesus. I pray. If you are here in this church, the way you see your pastor must be different from today. You accuse my father and I hear you. I will not spare you. Oh, no. My father says that. Leave them. Leave them. No problem. You, you be there. You can't come to their level. You stay there. Let's sort them out. Yeah. No, 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 no. And you cannot touch them and go scot-free. Yeah. I have too many things to say here, but my time is up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makuban and Emosai. I don't know which one to say again because anyone that I enter into where it will take me, I don't know. But we'll finish. But there are things that you see and you will know that somebody is anointed. Yes, because the anointing eh, is not visible. Eh? The Holy Spirit is spirit. You can't see him with your eyes. But there are physical things that points to his presence. If you think I'm lying, the day that you see Job, you can check out, we can check it out with Job and, 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 and ask him. When, when Satan was not there, when Satan had not gone to ask for permission to come to his house, and God alone was guarding him, look at how he flourished. All his children were healthy. He was healthy. His children were in good condition. His businesses were working. Everything was okay. Because another spirit eh, was present with Job. Until Satan went and told God, oh, this guy is serving you because of what he can get. You think he loves you, he doesn't like you. And God said that, okay, I'll give you permission. Go there. Only don't touch his soul, but go there. And when Satan, who is a spirit, you can't see with your eyes. But when he entered into a physical place, we saw the manifestation of this spirit you can't see with your eyes. All his ten children died in one day. <laughs> they queued to bring him bad news one after they queued to bad news when Satan entered. So there are physical things that point to the presence of a spirit. Yes. I don't know if I'm helping anybody here. <laughs> there are things. So when you see what a man, somebody has done, you see. So when I see my father and I see how he has over 4,000 churches in over 90 countries and now he's going to 190 countries, 190 countries. Eh? And that is what Bishop Saki is going to pursue now. Entering into 190 countries, establishing churches. You know what? Go to Togo and go and establish church. If you succeed, you can come and talk about him. Yes. Do you know what it takes to have cathedrals in a country other than your country? 
Don't even go anywhere. Go to Brongahafo. Or go to the north. Recently gave my denomination 28 church buildings. Like loaves of bread. 28. Is this the man you talk about? Is this the man you strike? You are mad. Yes. You have gone crazy. When I look at the man, I, 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 I shake. I shake. <laughs> Just recently, he's given us 32 buildings, cathedrals. Eh, do you know 50, 55, 55 meters by 25 meters? Yes. Eh? And then office block, 12 by 40 meters. Eh? 32, like loaves of bread. He dashed to us. When you see what they can do, you see the things happening. It's a sign of the spirit they carry. That's how you know. That's how you know. That's how you know. It's not by eloquence. It's not by knowing how to talk or how to write. No. The day you are able to write a book and print one million, have one million in print, you can talk about him. He has over 30 million books in print. So I'm saying that anointing can be on somebody. How do you know? You know it by the things that are happening. So look at the person's life. Look at the person's ministry. What is going on? You think it's every chair that can afford a building in Accra? And, and not just anyway, a cocoa photo. Do you know a cocoa photo? Oh, but damn. Huh. Do you know? <laughs> to lift up your voice, to say anything nonsense about this man, you have struck the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Struck it. And that's why a lot of people don't do well. Because, you see, when you do that, the greater punishment comes to you. Yes. You encounter sorrow punishment. Yeah. And you'll be running from one prophet to another, from one man of God to another. Pray for me, pray for me. They'll pray for you, you see. But when God is the one doing it, there's no prophet who can rescue you. No. No, 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 no. No. So look for the things. That would... Invoke God's hands and His blessings upon your life. And you'll be shocked what will happen to you. Please, do you have oil here? Sorry, I've gone beyond my time. Maza, 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 can you come to me? Come. I'm closing inside that room. How are you, sir? Where do you go to church? This place. This place. Okay. So I'm going to give me your hand. Two. When I wrap wrap this together. You see, this is what I like to do. I like to do. If I don't do this, you won't know that I have come here. <laughs> no, no, no. It's my signature. <laughs> Listen. You see your seat. I am sending you there with this your hand. You place these two hands on that seat. 
When you finish, you sit on it. Do you understand? And I'm telling you that any force and any wind that has been released to blow you out of this church, to blow you out of your God-given place, where when it is time, you will flourish, eh? that wind would come, but that wind would meet you fixed on your seat, unmovable and unshakable, and nothing will be able to move you. Eh? Even if you are a tree that is planted by rivers of living water, eh? you are planted by the rivers of living water, but you will give birth in your time. Eh? Even if you are planted inside the river, you will not give birth, you will not bring forth fruit just any time. There is a season for every tree to bear. And your season eh, is about to come soon. But I feel a wind, an east wind blowing, Morosia, and it's intended to carry you out of this, blow you away from this church. Yeah. That, is, that will be the beginning of the end for you. But God said, no, that's not my will. Go to that seat. Place your two hands on that seat and sit on it with your palm. Go and do it. Sit on it. Sit on it. And from today, from today, anything or anyone or any wind that is blowing to take you off your seat, narrow siatania, so your life attracts disgrace and shame. From today, you are fixed on that chair. Eh? Not on that physical chair, but your place in this church is secured by God. You'll be unmovable and shakable in the name of Jesus. Is that a sleeping? Sweetheart, can I can I pray for your marriage? Continue tomorrow. Koyaba Nene Mosaya. Forgive me, I've stolen some five minutes or so. Forgive me. I'm praying for this one. But I, I see somebody there. God has shifted her feet. The path she's walking on has been shifted. Yeah. 
what are you wearing? Is it lemon green? Do you know the color of your dress? Some people, when they come to church, they don't check the color of their dress. They know they are wearing something, but they don't know the color. Sweetheart, can you stretch your... Where, where's your husband? <laughs> hey, she says, I'm not married. No, stretch for this hand. No, in front. Turn it. Good. Wherever your ring is, I'm bringing your ring today. Reverend, I was, I was in Lake, I was, I was in Tamale, and I saw a lady like her. And God asked me why. Look at her, she's not married. Why? I said, I don't know. Then he showed me. I saw a tree. Under the tree, I saw a pot. Inside the pot, I saw a bottle. Inside the bottle, I saw a ring. And God told me that this is, this is why she's not married. Her ring is there. So I asked her, that, why are you not married? It's called Anto uh, Annette. Is it Annette? Annette. Anastasia. I said, why are you not married? She said, oh, when the guys come, then they go. When they come, they go. I say, it is not where they come, they go. It is where your ring is. That is why. Because as long as your ring is there, no one can put a ring on your finger. So God said, go and bring it. So in the service, I left in the spirit. I went to a house. And I uprooted the tree. I took the pot. I broke it. I took the bottle. I broke the bottle. And I brought the ring. So I came and I called the pastor. And I dropped oil in the hands of the pastor. I said, Pastor, this is the ring. Can you put it on her? Because you will officiate the wedding. Put it on her. And with the oil, she put the oil like ring on her finger. This was in August. August 2017. By March, March, March 5th or March 3rd, 2018, I had an invitation to attend a wedding. So sometimes it is not oh me I don't like this oh oh he said oh, he doesn't like this no 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 there's something that is controlling it maybe when I come tomorrow I will show you I will show you how physical things you see are determined by the things in the spirit everything you see happening there's nothing like accident out there nothing like accident everything you see happening here ah is known arranged calculated before it takes place here. Yeah. Madam, anywhere, anywhere your family has hidden your ring, today, I'm bringing your ring back to you. Charlie, but your carpet is nice, so I feel that I'll spoil it. Yeah, hold it for me. Let me do it in a nice way. Me, I like nice things, so I don't spoil nice things. Yes, I like the things I like, they are only nice. So when I see a nice thing, I like to preserve it. Thank you, Father. Mario Siakaba. Mikoya Siakakama. Meyonene Mosaya. Wherever they placed your ring. Today. I deliver this ring. 
in the name of Jesus into your hands. Today, your marital destiny has been restored. Any ring they place on this finger, Nona, so that this finger will not be able to take any other ring. In the name of Jesus, I pull out this ring. And today, your marital destiny is released in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Give me your hand. See that? God is changing where you walk. Watch it. Mark it. Today is 14. Mark it. After today, where you walk, where you get opportunity to go has changed. Anywhere that was blocked, you couldn't go there, so you are forced like water. When water is coming and sees this pillar here, because it can't go through, then it will pass by the side. So when you met it and you couldn't go through it, it forced you to be on another path. But today, God, the same one who opened the Red Sea and caused his people to walk on the dry ground. Oh, Morosi Ataya. I see him clear the obstacle. And he's changing where you walk. Where you walk from today. Lift up your hands. Father, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Ayakoba. Thank you. In Jesus' name, it's done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Close your eyes with me, please. Let me pray. Before I hand over the microphone, let me pray. Thank you, Father. I bless your name tonight. What an opportunity to hear from you. Thank you for salvation. Maybe you are here, somebody invited you. But deep down in your heart, you know you are not born again. Jesus is not the Lord of your life. You want to say that, Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus. If you are here like that, wherever you are seated, I want to see only your hand lifted. You want to be born again. You need Jesus. You are not sure where you spend eternity if you fall down dead today. Please pray with me. Anybody here like that, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Jesus. Will become the Lord of your life. Anybody here? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.